I want that sweater. She's a style icon. Truly. I will put this in my Christmas rotation. A Santa should mix up the music. I'm like, yes, Santa, come on. I am Jewish. Oh my goodness, what? (laughs) Hey, Team Duff, it's Wit. Thanks so much for listening to Duff Enough, the ultimate Hillary Duff fan podcast. This show is a celebration of the life and career of actress, singer, mother, and all-around icon, Hilary Duff. Coming up, we're taking a trip down Santa Claus Lane for a look back at Hilary's legendary Christmas album. So, Merry Christmas, Team Duff. I know a lot of us already got our Christmas wish with Santa Claus Lane finally available to stream on Spotify, Apple Music, all the places. We did record this conversation before that happened, though, so you'll hear me and my guest Lauren talk about the annual Twitter campaign to get this album on streaming services. Update, it worked. So stay tuned for that and stick around for our Hill Duff trivia segment, Quizzy McGuire, at the end of the show. First, let's get into our music series, Duff Discography, right now. Sparks are about to fly. It's time for Duff Discography. Well, right now, I am joined by someone who truly brings me so much joy, just just keeping it real. And she is one half of the throwback-themed podcast, All That and a Bottle of Wine. Lauren Goldberger, welcome to Duff Enough. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. I am pumped. I'm obsessed with All That and a Bottle of Wine. And I mean, honestly, Lauren, like you're seriously one of my favorite people. Like you're so funny. I mean, oh my goodness. <laughs> Thank you so much. I do have to say, I told Jeanette, the other half of all that in a bottle of wine, that I was going to be on the podcast with you. And she was really jealous. And she said that you are one of the top favorite people she's never met. Well, I feel the same way about both of you two. So let's talk about all that in a bottle of wine for a second and let you plug the podcast. So talk about it. Well, it's one of my favorite things that I get to do. Um, So it's me and my really good friend, Jeanette, and we just choose a topic every other week to discuss something that happened in the early 2000s, whether it's a person or a movie or a series, just anything that happened in the late 90s, early 2000s that we love and we just want to remind everybody about. And yeah, it's just a fun way to just live in the good times, like my favorite time period. And there is a Hillary Duff episode. There is. Yeah, that was one of the first episodes that we did because I love Hillary so much. I had to do it. It's called Sing to Me, Hillary, if I'm if I'm not mistaken. It is. It is. And it is fitting that you're on right now because I do have to tell you or I want to let you know that when I listened to that episode, which, by the way, thank you for giving me a shout out multiple times. Multiple. Oh, yeah, so many. Yeah. Um, but when I listened to that episode, I was like, like wanting to be a part of the conversation. And that kind of planted this idea in my head to do a Hillary Duff podcast. So, oh, that's I so mean, cool. I'm just saying, yeah, I'm just saying, played a pretty big part in this podcast being a thing. And then when whenever they announced the Lizzie reboot, I was like, okay, the timing is right. Let's do this. And so here we are. Here we are. Here we are. Well, I love the idea. I think it's great. And you have so much knowledge. So I have no doubt that it's going to be one of my favorite podcasts. Ah, yay. And I would totally recommend for Team Duff to go listen to your episode. It's very fun. And 
I'm sure they'll be yelling like I was because I mean I just I wanted to talk with you guys so and I want to have Jeanette on we're, we're we're planning that too just just saying yes yeah so in the future in the future okay now Lauren to start the show I'm always going to ask a new guest three things about Hillary Duff and they are number one what is your favorite Hillary Duff movie a Cinderella story hands down and there's something that you said on the episode of of your podcast where you said, and this is this is big because I love the Princess Diaries, but you revealed that if you could live in either the Princess Diaries or a Cinderella story, you you said a Cinderella story. I did. Yeah, everyone got mad at me about that. It was it was a hot take, but yeah, it's true. I'm not mad about it. I mean, her <laughs> flip phone. Come on. Next question is, what is your favorite Hillary Duff song? I'm gonna go with "Wake Up" because of the of when it came out, like that song was just really important to my like group of friends. And it just reminds me of like hanging out in high school and just like loving life. I just love that era of Hillary. Like when Hillary Duff put out that song, I mean, she she was not playing around. It's a good one. It is good. It's a bop. And then finally, what is your favorite episode of Lizzie McGuire? Okay, this is really hard because I have so many, but I think it has to be Lizzie and Kate's Big Adventure where they do a uh, a school project together. And I just really love that episode because usually they're so mean to each other and it's the one episode where you see them um, as friends and I like it. Yes, it's so good. It's so good. And Lauren, this is an extra question, but how excited are you for the reboot? I cannot even handle my excitement. Like, I can't wait. Yes. And you you sent me a message whenever it was announced, and you were like, because, you know, I was there. I was at D23 convention when it when she came out and, and revealed the news, and you were like, you deserved that. And I was like, yes. Yes, I did. Yes, you do. And just a little fun fact for you. Um, one of my friends works for Disney and actually handed her the microphone as she stepped out on stage. Stop. Isn't that crazy? They like didn't talk, but like just the fact that she exchanged that microphone with her is the coolest thing. That's uh, that's amazing. Yeah. And like, where were you and what were you doing? Like, how, how did this go down? Because I mean, I almost passed out. <laughs> I don't know where I was, but I do remember like... 12 people texting me all at the same time. Like everyone knew how important this was to me. So that was really cool. For this discussion today, Lauren, we are going to be talking about Santa Claus Lane. I mean, it's the iconic Hilary Duff Christmas album and really sort of the the launching point of her music career in a big way. But here's the thing. You didn't remember that there was a full album. I know. I know. I'm terrible. I consider myself such a big fan and I didn't know. It's okay. But you remembered the song. Oh, I mean, that song is one of my favorites. I just didn't realize there were so many other songs I could have been loving this whole time. Right. Yeah, like, I think it was just something that was played on Radio Disney a little bit. But at the same time, it's still iconic. People know about it. And every year, people tweet, why isn't this on Spotify or Apple Music? Because it's not. It's not even on iTunes. So you have to, like, go to YouTube if you want to listen to it. Or, you know, if you're like me, you have the the CD. Come on. Right, right. 
we both have listened to this and we are so festive and in, in the tis the season mood. And so we're going to take a look back at the album and um, go through each song here. First, though, I want to kind of talk a little bit about where this lands in the Hillary music catalog. And yeah, this was her, her first full album, which is kind of weird to think about. It was released on October 15th, 2002. Originally, the song Santa Claus Lane was at the end of the Santa Claus 2 which that movie also came out that year. So it was kind of this cross-promotional situation that they had going on. And there was also a reissue of the album a year later on October 14th, 2003. And there was an extra song that was added, and it was called um, What Christmas Should Be. And that song was featured at the end of Cheaper by the Dozen. So Hillary's first album, but... We had previously heard her sing on two other songs. She was on the Disney Mania album, the OG Disney Mania. She sang the Tiki 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 Room. And then she was also, you know, the other song, right, that she had out. Was it I Can't Wait? It was on the Lizzie McGuire soundtrack, which I did not know, but that album went platinum. So way to go for that. Those songs were really good. Oh, they were. So good. Yeah. This album, Santa Claus Lane, it was certified gold, which means it sold 500,000 copies. And the album artwork, can we just talk about that for a second? Because iconic. I mean, love it. Yeah, her outfit. The one thing I have to say about her outfit choices is that they're always so, like, anyone could wear them. And I think that's really cool. And that makes her so relatable. Like, I want that sweater. She's a style icon. Truly. The white sweater, I mean, it's everything. And they went for this whole, like in the city layout and she's like in front of a little moped or uh, a bike thing and when you open up the album you also see pictures of her like on her cell phone and she's like surrounded by all of these like CGI presents and whatnot and they have her in New York and it feels very teenager I mean she was only like 14 when this came out so it it fits it was very appropriate for her age and for all that yeah for sure and it was released on Buena Vista Records, which that's like a division of um, Disney Music Group. And it peaked at number uh, 154 on the Billboard 200. So good job, girl, for a Christmas album. I mean, right. Growing up, Lauren, like what are some of your like favorite Christmas albums that you remember growing up with? In sync, 100%. I knew you were going to say that. I still listen to that. That's like my favorite album to put on during the holidays. Right. And I think a lot of people, a lot of like 90s kids, they would say that album. Spice Girls had a Christmas album too. Um, But for me, it's honestly, it's this album and then another Disney group, Allie and AJ. Have you ever heard their... I have not. I should look into that. I'm a big fan of theirs. Yeah. Acoustic Hearts of Winter. It's really good. And they're great. Yeah, they're, they're great. Jumping into the tracks here, Lauren, the first song, and this is on the reissue, is What Christmas Should Be. And yeah, like I said, it was featured in Cheaper by the Dozen credits. That's a fun fact about Cheaper by the Dozen. I didn't know that. Yeah. it's So at the end of the movie, you know, they're sitting around the table and it's Christmas and then the song starts playing. Well, I think they do. They have bloopers and Jackson 5's um, ABC plays for a minute and then What Christmas Should Be. And the, the movie came out around Christmas, so it kind of, you know, worked out. I really like this one. Yeah, I like this one, too. It's actually one of my favorite ones. And she performed it on uh, the Rockefeller Christmas Tree Lighting uh, broadcast in 2004. And by that time, she was kind of more like established in the music in the music scene. So she had a lot of confidence. I feel like I watched that performance back. And and yeah, so this song is kind of about 
you know, Christmas is not about the presents and it's not about everything being perfect. It's about peace and love. And like she keeps her, the chorus is, how about peace on earth? Um, and that sort of thing. So, so yeah, it's a nice little song. It's a nice little song. Yeah. I think it's really fun. It's a good way to start the album off. Yeah. I want to read the lyrics here really quick to the chorus. How about peace on earth? It can't be bought or sold. How about peace this Christmas and someone's hand to hold? How about love in our hearts and hope for you and me? How about peace on earth? That's what Christmas should be, says it all. Then we jump into Santa Claus Lame, featured in the Santa Claus 2 during the credits. And we all remember this playing on Disney Channel, uh, the music video for it. And I say music video lightly because it was a performance that she did on the movie Surfers. And I know a lot of people forget that the movie Surfers was not just like they had the little commercials, but it was also a show. Do you remember that? Oh, yes. And you know what? That is going to definitely be on All That and a Bottle of Wine because that is such a good throwback. Yes, I love it. And did you know, and we're going to talk about this person in a bit, but like one of the original movie surfers was Christina Milian and she went by Tina. I did not know that. Okay. And so here's the thing. I remembered Tina on the movie surfers several years ago. I remember like looking up movie surfers on YouTube and wanting to kind of reminisce, you know, the nostalgia. And this little girl pops up and it's like, I'm Tina. It was Christina Milian. And she had like curly hair and she had like little puffy cheeks. Um, Oh my gosh. Yes. So full circle moment because Christina Milian is on this album. Um, But movie surfers, so good. Wow. Yeah. Movie surfers, man. I love them. So Hillary actually appeared on the movie surfers episode where they were talking about the Santa Claus 2. And let's talk about Hillary's performance of this song, because, I mean, she just went all out, like, giving us life. And I think she wore that same white sweater that she wore on the album cover in this performance. And here's the thing, like, you know, she was probably lip syncing, which, you know, that's fine. But I love how just, like, there were three backup singers and they did some dancing. And it wasn't really dancing. It was, like, hand movements. And Hillary, like, Hillary was jumping. And, like, she kind of had these little, you know, she was bopping from side to side. Like, mm-hmm. it was clearly very strategic, the choreo. But good job, Hillary. Like, the energy, she brought it. And I'm, you know, I was loving it. Yeah, especially for someone at her age. I think she did a great job. Yeah. And then when she walks over to the movie surfer's couch she tells them that it was like her first performance and it very well may have been um because again this was really kind of the start to her her music career and her first album if this album had flopped can you imagine oh my gosh but i mean we knew that it wouldn't because she's hillary duff right and she was so established with lizzie mcguire so right and one note that i made actually and so when I was a kid, Lauren, you have to understand that like my cousins and I, we loved to make up like plays. Okay, it was mostly me and then my cousin Tatum, but we like make up all sorts of plays and little musicals and we did we did choreography to certain songs. We had choreography to Santa Claus Lane, and I vividly remember doing this in our grandparents' sunroom. There was this rug and it had lines on it. And of course, you know, the lyrics are like walk in this Christmas down Santa Claus Lane. So there was a lot of walking involved in the choreo. And so we would like walk down, like like catwalk basically. And then I remember, you know, there's a line where it's like, and a sign said, have no fear. And we're like shaking our finger, like have no fear. <laughs> you're not lost, you're here. And we're like pointing down, like you're here and like bouncing our hands up. I don't know how I remember this, but I do. And I mean, I wish I remembered the whole dance and could still do it, but. That's oh not well. great. I actually, um, 
remember doing a dance to I Can't Wait. Yes. We both were into the Hillary dances. Totally. We did that dance. And then later, I'm going to talk about how another song was incorporated into one of our little family musicals. So little tease, little tease. Well, any other thoughts on the iconic song that is Santa Claus Lane? No other thoughts except for that I wish that it was played more often. I feel like, you know, In Sync gets played a lot. Britney Spears's Christmas song gets played a lot. This one needs more love. It does. I know one of my friends who used to work like at Charlotte Roos at the mall, she would text me whenever it was playing during Christmas. So, you know, it gets it gets fair airtime at, at the mall, I guess. Yeah. Um, moving on. The next song is Santa Claus is Coming to Town, a classic, truly. She went with the Jackson 5 version, or to my knowledge, this is the, the Jackson 5 version. And yeah, I mean, it's cute, right? Yeah, I think it's fun. Like any of the ones that were more classics on this album, I feel like she also put her own spin on them. And I think this is a good example of that. It's a little bit different, but fun and is it's a good bop. There's like this part at the beginning where she's like, Santa Claus is coming. Santa Claus is coming to town. Yeah, okay, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sing. Although Lauren, you and Jeanette sing a lot on all that and a bottle of wine. We do because I love singing so much it's hard to get me to stop. Oh, I love it. I love it. So there's a great guitar solo during the bridge. I mean that electric guitar, whoever was doing that, great job. This also made me think about the actual Christmas episode of Lizzie McGuire, not the Aaron Carter episode, but the one with Steven Tyler. Do you remember that? Oh yes, definitely. Steven Tyler as Santa Claus. Very strange, but... But somehow it worked. It's a good episode. Yeah, and he sings Santa Claus is Coming to Town. And I meant to go check if they had incorporated any of Hillary's songs into that episode, but I forgot, and I don't know if they did or not. Moving on to another original song, or a song that was written for this album, a new song. It is called I Heard Santa on the Radio, featuring Christina Milian. And again, I was just talking about her being on the movie surfers. Now here she is. And this was kind of a big deal. I mean, for Christina Milian to be doing a song with Hilary Duff on Santa Claus Lane on her Christmas album. I mean, Christina Milian was a, a very established musician at that point. Yeah, she had that great AM to PM song. And of course... Kim Possible was out by this time, so. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. This one is actually my fav- my second favorite next to Santa Claus Lane, but I really like this song. Yeah, it's cute, and it's good. It's good. One thing that I was thinking, though, is like, I love how it's like featuring Christina Milian, and really, I mean, it's it could basically be Christina Milian featuring Hilary Duff, or just Christina Milian and Hilary Duff, because it's pretty much equal. Um, but I like Christina's voice a lot, and it's very nice to hear on this song. I did get a little confused at times as to like who was singing what because their voices were kind of similar. Yeah, I thought the same thing. And they sing together on the chorus, so it doesn't help. But then there are parts where like Christina does some little riffs and stuff and I'm like, well, I know that's not Hillary, so. I heard Santa on the radio mixing up the music like okay i'm not gonna do this you All got right. it no <laughs> great i hope you leave that in yeah um lyrically like i love this so the idea is like you wake up on christmas morning you turn on the radio and santa's on the radio at the beginning we actually hear santa talk and he's like let the party begin and they were talking or they're singing about how santa's like mixing up the music like a santa should because i mean Santa should mix up the music, but he like definitely got into some different genres. They were like hip hop, rock, electronica. I'm like, yes, Santa, come on. Yeah. 
The chorus here, it kind of starts with a pre-chorus and it's like, hey, 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 and ho, 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 and now it's time for the Jolly DJ Show. I heard Santa on the radio. I knew it was Santa on the radio. Uh oh. Mixing up the music like a Santa should. And radio, radio, never sounded so good. My favorite part, I guess, of the whole song again, I love Christina's voice. And at the very end, she gets a little solo and you know where she kind of finishes up the song and I don't know that's my that's my favorite part yeah I mean it's a good song all around I think I will definitely be listening to that one again next we have Jingle Bell Rock I mean another classic the original is by Bobby Helms Hillary put her spin on it I mean you know it's cute it's cute yeah I feel like this is a good one if you have like kids and you don't want them to be bored with some of like the old time people singing this kind of song and have it be more like family fun day. You know what I mean? Like it just feels like you can jam out with your kids to this one. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's definitely an album overall geared toward kids, of course. But yeah, but yeah you're right. You're right. And her voice, you know, she sounds very young on the whole album. So Let me ask you this. What's your favorite Christmas carol, Lauren? So I am Jewish. Oh, my goodness. What? (laughs) Can we not even right now? Yeah, no, I am Jewish, but I love Christmas. Like, I don't celebrate it, but I do love the season and I love Christmas music. But in terms of carols, I don't know all the carols in the world, but I don't know. It doesn't even matter. I'm, I'm... Super happy to have you on this episode. And you didn't, you didn't even like, I, I threw the idea out there and you were like, yes. So, I mean, I do love Christmas. I mean, on All That in a Bottle of Wine, we did a Christmas episode. Well, we did a holiday episode, but we talked about all of the holiday episodes of like Disney shows. So, like, yeah, no, I'm totally down for Christmas. Was that the episode y'all named Merry Christmas, Lindsay Lohan? Yes. Very Mm. good. Wow. You're a super fan. Well, I'm not a big Lindsay Lohan fan. So, but I got what y'all are trying to do. Yeah. I mean, I love the parent trap. Don't get me wrong. And just another plug for your your pod, you guys. They interviewed Tie Dye Girl. We did. That was like the highlight of my year. That was so fun. It was great. It was great. I will reveal my favorite Christmas song or Christmas Carol, and it's actually uh, it's called Winter Wonderland. Do you know that one? Um, probably if I heard it. Walking in a winter wonderland. Yeah. 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 See, I that don't one. consider that a carol. I feel like carols are like when people like go door to door singing like, hark how the bells, sweet silver bells. You know what I mean? Ah, oh, yes. We got you singing. Yes. <laughs> yeah. No, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Like more like Deck the Halls, Jingle Bells. Yeah. The next song here is another OG, an original, When the Snow Comes Down in Tinseltown. It starts out with Hillary talking and she's like reading a letter that she's writing to Santa. And I got to say, like the music producers love to get Hillary to talk like on her, her music. And we see that again in Metamorphosis. We see it again in Hillary Duff and so on and so forth. So we love a good Hillary Duff talk on a song, you know? Yeah. Basically, she's telling Santa that she lives in Hollywood and it's not like in the movies where you see snow and she wants she wants a white Christmas in L.A., not going to happen, but do you know what movie this song made me think of? Um, Ultimate Christmas Present? Yes. I love that movie. It's so good. It is really good. And you're right. Yeah, that song is definitely, it could have been featured. It was a missed opportunity. Definitely. They should have done that. Mm. I'll read the chorus here really quick. Oh, when the snow comes down. Oh, in Tinseltown. On Christmas Eve, you will believe when the snow comes down in Tinseltown. 
But yeah, this song's cute. Probably not one of my favorites on this one, but but yeah, it's cute. Yeah, that's about all I could say about it. The next song is Sleigh Ride. This was an original hit recording by Arthur Fielder and the Boston Pops. So shout out to to them. And yeah, I like this song. It makes me think of that little Disney animated uh, short where we see the couple riding in the sleigh through the snow with the rabbits and all that. Do you have any clue what I'm talking about? Uh, no. <laughs> it's okay. And this was cute. You know, again, not much I can say about this song. Yeah, that's fine. The next track is a big one. Can we talk about Tell Me a Story featuring Romeo? Yes, we yes we can. Okay. Well, do you remember like Lil Romeo? Oh, of course. Of course I do. Yeah. I mean, I remember this being played on Disney Channel a lot, the music video. I couldn't even find a full music video for it on YouTube or anywhere. So I don't even know if there was a full version, but they they played this, it seems like just as much as Santa Claus Lane. Mm-hmm. And what what are your thoughts on this song, Lauren? Um, well, this is another one that could have just been like a little Romeo song featuring Hillary Duff because it's like mainly him. Right. Um, it's not my favorite. I will say that. I mean, I do think it's cool that they're on a song together, but it's I don't know, maybe back then I probably liked it a little bit more, but I don't know. It's not my favorite. Is that bad? No, it's fine. It's fine. Um, it's strange. Like it's a weird song. And the beginning, you hear like this chorus, this choir, and then we get into Hillary singing her little chorus, which is like, "Tell me a story. I believe. I believe all things are." Po- Tell me. Okay, I'll sing it. I'll sing it. Okay. Tell me a story. I believe. Oh, I believe. All things are possible on Christmas Eve. Okay, so we get into Hillary's little chorus. I just, I'm not a huge fan of his parts. He basically just raps the night before Christmas and adds in, you know, a few little lines here and there. But it is strange. And Hillary, she sings less on this than the Christina Milian song, I feel like. so. It's definitely strange. And to me, it like didn't fit with the rest of the album. Like you know what I mean? Like it's just it's not like I get that it's a Christmas song, but it didn't have the Christmas spirit. Hmm. I see. I see what you're saying. Yeah. But I guess they just wanted something, maybe a little more hip hop on there. I I don't I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I don't hate it. It's just an interesting choice for this album. Oh, I wrote down one of my favorite lyrics from Lil Romeo was. Uh, Wish for it, you just might get it. So I don't know why I liked that. That is the quote of the day. You know what? That is true. The video's interesting. You know, we start out and Hillary and Romeo are like at opposite ends of a hallway. And then they wind up in a recording studio or a recording booth and snow's coming down. And Hillary has on like this little beret. And then in one shot, her hair's down. And then she's wearing a chain on her on her jeans, which is, you know, early 2000s right there. And I feel like I had a pair of jeans with a chain on it. And I was not cool enough for that. But anyway... As I was saying earlier, there was another song that my uh, family, my cousins, we put in our little Christmas musical, and this was it. This was it. Now, we had two family Christmas musicals. The first one was called A Musical Merry Christmas, and then the next year, the sequel was called A Musical Merry Christmas Extravaganza, and I love how I remember this, but I totally do. And in the second one, the extravaganza, we had this song, and the boys, we did the rap part, not very good, but whatever. And then my cousin Tatum, like the only girl, well, we have one other girl cousin, but she would have been like a little young to have, you know, done anything at that point. But Tatum did Hillary Duff's chorus, and it was in there, 
And that was a thing. So, yeah. Oh, I love that memory. All right. Enough, enough about my family history there. Okay. <laughs> the next song is Last Christmas, written by George Michael, famous songwriter. And of course, he was also a part of the uh, English pop duo Wham, who originally did this song. And I'm pretty sure that this would probably have been my first introduction to this song. Because as a kid, you don't really, like, this isn't one that you know necessarily. I don't, I don't think. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, I don't really remember the first time I heard it. I just feel like I've always known it. It's just like one of those classics. Oh, yeah, for sure. And she did good. She did good. Yeah, it was good. Next, we have Same Old Christmas, which is a song featuring Hillary's sister, Haley. And were you able to pick out Haley's voice in this song? Because I was not. No, I was actually confused because it said featuring Haley Duff and I couldn't figure out where. Yeah. I mean, I looked it up online and it just shows that Haley's singing during the chorus. And there are little like echoes. Mm-hmm. I guess that was Haley. I I I don't particularly know Haley's voice well enough, I guess, to be able to, you know, figure that out. I, I mean, I do, but anyway. I mean, I am a fan of anytime they do things together. Yes. I really love them as sisters and friends. And Haley is another person on Instagram that I feel like I could just hang out with her. Like both her and Hillary are so down to earth, and I love following both of them. Same. And her kids are so cute, too. Oh, so cute. That's half the reason I follow her. Chorus is very repetitive. It's the same old Christmas, same old Christmas Eve. It's the same old Christmas Day. It's the same old, same old Christmas. But I like it. I like it that way. The idea of the song is like Christmas can feel, you know, redundant, but we kind of like it that way. Like we like tradition. And so that's basically what it's about. And then this is something that I wrote down. It fades out at the end. Like they're still singing and the music fades out. And I feel like that used to be a thing all the time on songs, and it's not so much anymore. And I'm kind of wondering why I feel like that people should bring that back. Yeah, I think so, too. That was a huge thing back then. Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah. And the last song on this wonderful album is Wonderful Christmas Time, originally by Paul McCartney, whoever that is. <laughs> um, no, kidding. Kidding. Um, but yeah, I like this song a lot and vocally I liked this song. So she was just like, there was, it was very high energy and oh, cute little kid at the very beginning. Yeah. Do we know who that is? I don't, but I will say, do you know what Taylor Swift song it made me think of? Gorgeous. Gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah. I'm getting all of your questions, right? <laughs> you are, you are. Well, trivia is still coming. So. Oh, well, yikes. Yeah. So it did make me think of Gorgeous by Taylor Swift and Taylor Swift, we know, possibly, like, is very influenced by Hilary Duff music, so. Yeah, she copies her a lot. <laughs> yeah, if you want to say that. I mean, <laughs> we support all the queens, but anyway. Um, there's also a kids' choir in this song, which very fitting, because the whole album is just very, you know, very childlike and fun, and it's fine. She, again, she was 14, so it's harmless, and yeah, this was uh, this was a good one to end on, I feel like. Yeah. I agree. And it's one of the songs that everybody likes, too. So it's nice to end on that. Well, that is all the songs on Santa Claus Lane, the 2002 Hillary Duff Christmas album. And of course, the next year is when we would have gotten Metamorphosis. She signs to Hollywood Records. That'll be another conversation for another time. But I'm glad we uh, I'm glad we had this as like a little like test for Hillary. You know, like it was it was like her little like stepping into the music spot like a little bit and see, you know, test the waters out, you know? Yeah. And she did great. Such great things were yet to come for her. Yeah. 
Any other thoughts on this album? Uh, no, I'm excited now that I know it's an album and not just a song. So I will put this in my Christmas rotation. Absolutely. Love it. All right, Lauren, it is time for a segment I like to call Quizzy McGuire. Do you like it? I love it. I'm excited. My trivia question for you is kind of Christmas related. Okay. And it's also about Haley too. So I know you love both of them. So that's good. Hillary and Haley actually did a Christmas movie together. Was it called Hats Off to Christmas, In Search of Santa, or All About Christmas Eve? Um, I have absolutely no idea, but I'm going to go with the second one. In Search of Santa? Yeah. Final answer? It sounds like I'm wrong, but yeah. Actually, you're right. Oh, okay. Okay. That sounded like the most legitimate one. Yeah. The other two are actually like Hallmark Lifetime movies that Haley did. Oh, okay. Okay. So In Search of Santa was actually this animated, computer animated movie that Hillary and Haley provided voices for uh, these two penguins for. And Hillary played Princess Crystal. Haley played Princess Lucinda. And basically the idea is like Santa Claus drops a bell like off his sleigh, a sleigh bell. And like the penguin colony, they don't believe in Santa. And Hillary's penguin is like trying to convince them that Santa's a thing. And they're like, you're crazy and all this. And so uh, Princess Crystal and Princess Lucinda like go to the North Pole. It's very weird. I will say I went and bought it like the day it came out. It was released in 2004. I think it played on Cartoon Network some during the holidays back in the day. But anyway... Well, Lauren, this has been so fun. This is like the first of many appearances I hope you're going to be making on the show. So, Oh, I hope so, too. I love talking about Hillary, so I'm down whenever. And I hope you've had a good time. I've had so much fun. Thank you so much. And hopefully we can have you on one of our episodes sometime. Um, yes, please. Oh, my goodness. Like I said, like I was already yelling at y'all. Well, with y'all uh, for the for the Hillary episode. So that would be amazing. The Lizzie reboot. I'm there. For sure. That's great. Guess who's back, 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 back again. Get, get. <laughs> yes. uh. Well, Lauren, I'm going to put your social media and the social media for all that in a bottle of wine in the description. But do you want to plug those before you go? My personal page is at low and be gold and uh, Jeanette's is call me Jean B. And then our Instagram for our show is all that a bottle of wine. Super easy. And you can find our podcast wherever you get your podcasts, Spotify, iTunes, um, anywhere. All right. Well, Lauren, thanks so much for being on Deaf Enough. Thanks for having me. Can't wait to come back. And before I wrap things up today, I want to share another edition of From Team Duff with Love, the fans' love letters to our girl, HD. Hi, my name's Valerie Granados, and I love Hilary Duff. Ever since I was little, as a young teen, she was one year older than me. She lived in Texas, and so did I. I grew up watching her and reading about her life and stories and articles. She was inspiration to me. I just hope my two girls will have someone like her as I did. And I am very thankful that Hillary wasn't just an actress or a performer to me. She was my idol. I would beg my mother and father when I was about 14 to get her posters 
to buy her CD. I wanted to feel close to her passion. She was truly herself when she was on stage acting. And I liked everything about her. She was honest and pure in everything she did. I loved to read how she and her sister were close and loved to dress like her too. She always had the cutest ideas and I'm so thankful I got to know her as an individual just as I do now. She hasn't changed herself at all. She's the same exact way. She's a beautiful woman and she has also led me to become one too. And as I was a young teenager, my dad came back from the army with post-traumatic distress. And I remember those nights where I would stay in my room and not talk to anybody. But Hillary was there. She was in my darkness. And she led me to get out of it. And I'm thankful for that. All right, and I want to say a huge thank you to the fans who submitted audio for this before the podcast even premiered. I still have several of those to share, but in the meantime, if you would like to participate and haven't done so, you can email duffenoughpodcast at gmail.com with your submission of audio. Keep it about one minute, and for specific instructions, just head over to our Instagram and look for the With Love fragrance ad post. And that's all for this episode of Duff Enough. Thanks again for listening. I hope you'll subscribe and stick around for more because this podcast is what dreams are made of. You can follow along on social media at Duff Enough Pod and check the description for my socials as well as show guests. And until next time, bye Team Duff. Bye.